Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. back to bebop banter the internet's premier anime podcast my name is wes and i'm joined by my co-host demetrius you know who must have thought the ginyu force was cool gohan me oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. him too him too uh and saeed what it do how's it going it's your boy oh i thought you were still gonna go <laughs> oh bro, i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna say <laughs> it's your boy but anyway <laughs> whoa 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 not hello? true though not true hello 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 am i gonna have to bleep that or are we about you're to probably have to, you're gonna have to bleep that <laughs> it just came out <laughs> everybody guess oh dude that's what she said guess what uh what demetrius said but yo speaking of ginyu force yo shout out to them getting their easy a's in dragon ball z dokkan battle for the free-to-play ginyu force everybody get that done and happy 350 million download celebration I hope you all uh, got what you wanted from these banners. We all play Dokkan here. It's the best mobile game, right, guys? Yeah. Okay. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I. I don't play. <laughs> but I. I. I am. Uh, I'm here for Wes whenever he wants to talk about it in the That's intervention true. chair. Yo, I just had to. I just had to. Yo, I haven't been spending as much though. I haven't. I, I've made a conscious effort to not spend in Dokkan. So shout out to getting over getting over that anyways everybody thank you for listening to our last couple episodes and thank you for showing up despite me posting our last episode in the middle of the week two days after than when it normally is been busy with work stuff you know how it goes appreciate everybody still checking it out um and you know nice to nice to know that we have the audience that will do that so shout out to shout out to the listeners everybody we are we are back on an anime topic for once on this podcast Woo! on this bebop banter the internet's premier anime podcast maybe listen to it about... uh when you when you hear the cicadas outside because uh we still yeah. got some true. up here true yeah they're they're sh- they finally showed up where around where i live like a few weeks ago uh which i like dude i'm a i'm a fan said how you feeling about them cicadas bro i have not seen any have you have, have you, you heard, heard any? Surprisingly, I have not. Oh, interesting. 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 Indeed. Um, yeah, it indeed. has been kind of warm and uh and wet outside, so I haven't really gone out for too long. Some some moist outside, just yeah. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Ew! Why did you use that stuff? word? <laughs> <laughs> Every everybody stay it's if you're hot. on the east coast. If you're on the east coast, uh, or or or. Yeah, a little East Coast to Midwest. It's been it's been pretty hot, so you know, stay inside, listen to us, watch some anime, read some manga, play some video games, all of that. Anyway, yeah, listen to us. 
Yo, don't listen to Saeed though, because this man, he doesn't, as you, as our longtime listeners know, this man doesn't do anything that he preaches that he does when it comes to video games. So, Not Saeed, if you ever, if you ever want to play any of these games we've been t- telling you about, just, just make the drive to where I am. I'll, I'll lend you some. You know what it is. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> indeed we're not sponsored by that website we're not sponsored by that website but anyways everybody we have an anime related topic to get back into things here and you know it's interesting because there have been quite a few there have been a couple series that have come out recently as anime that like you would normally find are based off of manga however the way that they have been adapted has been kind of booty. So this kinda week sketchy. on Bebop Banter, uh, we will be discussing what makes a good anime adaptation. Things that we've noticed with some anime adaptations recently coming from manga uh, and coming from older series, perhaps. And also just general thoughts on the way that some of these are being received nowadays, uh, being older series, that they're more available. So, yeah, just talk about talk about anime adaptations, everybody. And I think a good place to start before we even talk about any current ones is just what we in general think makes a good anime adaptation. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the ball to you guys and just you know ask a little bit. What are you looking for when a manga is being adapted into an anime? Probably how close it is to the manga if i've read the manga mm-hmm. um when they do deviations not looking at anyone too hard the promise neverland um oh yucky when they do that it's 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 a lot harder to appreciate where it comes from and when done poorly again the promise neverland you get a story that's completely different and a, a, a husk of what the actual story really was. Mm-hmm. I just add uh, going on with adapting it uh, accurately, uh, pacing that accuracy is very important as well. Because there are things like One Piece's anime where they're adapting everything and they're all they're adding stuff to it that enhances it, but the pacing sometimes gets slow for whatever yeah. reason. They'll just draw out scenes. So there's a balance that people have to take with uh, the pacing of certain segments throughout the show or parts of the manga they're adapting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True, true. I, I agree. There's, I think there's a fine line between um, censoring a series because manga generally tends to be a little more explicit uh, going either violence or in sexual content or whatever than what they'll put out as an anime. Uh, and also filling in the holes. Saeed, you mentioned One Piece. Like, There's a lot of opportunity in a series like One Piece or other series that are more action-heavy to expand upon fights that are in a series. But it's important to not expand upon them too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. they get, sometimes you can get a little crazy and add stuff that never happened within a fight if you're trying mm-hmm. to pad the fight, which makes you question things as a manga reader, you know it's going to come up and be like, wait, what? Why are you showing this now? Type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a tricky 
it's definitely a tricky proposition accurately adapting a manga and i wish we knew why some companies chose to make certain changes like Dim- Demetrius, you want to talk about uh so we're, we're not going to spoil any series but you want to talk about kind of some of the issues that the promised neverland faced as far as accurately adapting a manga arc or just a manga in general uh sure i'll i'll pick on uh, the promised neverland so which sucks because I, I actually really do like the manga you know the manga was pretty was pretty cool um basically what happened was they adapted season one accurately Mm -hmm. uh they didn't have enough music in it but i've already said that uh season two they adapted it correctly until a point and there was a pretty hard deviation from the manga and it kind of made an offshoot and they couldn't really go back from there so they ended up basically telling the rest of the story in a, a huge info dump which is not how you tell a story you show a story you experience a story yeah, and then they it like ended. skipped they like skipped a major arc right they skipped and arcs. Then just then just tried to ex- like in a flashback off-screen flashback type of scenario explain what happened in that it made no sense dude made yeah made zero sense and it was a it was a questionable call, and it's it's a shame. It's and you, you to, see it. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was just yeah, I was just gonna say it's similar to if you think about it, like if any of our viewers have seen Game of Thrones, you'd see the clear difference between whenever they were adapting the source material and when they veered off. It just doesn't feel right. Because I know for a fact, even people who haven't read the manga and are only anime watchers of a manga that's being adapted. When these things dip in quality, it's usually because they're either completely filler or they skipped out on something important in the manga with the original author intended for it to show up before certain points come up within the plot and stuff like that. So just little things like that. And it's weird because if you look at like... I don't want to say there are many good examples of any sort of medium deviating from the source material right but one that immediately comes to my mind is like and saeed you kind of touched on it in our last episode lord of the rings the movies yeah. are significantly different than the books yeah but mm-hmm. but they were able to pull off the movies in a way that made them feel right in its own sort of way but yeah, as far as in the in the medium of filmmaking it made sense the way that they did it because the the important thing about I guess uh, I guess we can bring this up for adaptations is sticking with the themes and the and the I guess narrative of the original work. Like if you mm-hmm. add in scenes, like filler scenes within your anime, they should fit within the narrative or the theme of the certain arc you're in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's why we kind of had issue with some of Naruto and some of Bleach filler, just because it didn't match what was going on. And I mean right. that was filler instead of direct adaptation, but right. it still kind of goes. I can think of one more movie that had a really good adaptation that wasn't too similar to the books. It's uh, The Shining. Mm-hmm. That's true. Ah. Uh-huh. Kubrick directed The Shining and had his own twist and interpretation to it, where the masses really enjoyed the film, but the author himself did not like it. So yeah, there's what. And I think. Example. 
I think what you just mentioned about sticking to themes, uh, so we talked about just uh, pacing and staying true to um, pacing and staying true to the the source material in terms of story. But I think that can be expanded, and we'll all agree, onto staying true to the themes if you're going to add extra stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. An example of something I can think of is way back in one of our manga recommendations, I suggested this, or I like recommended this series called Hitman, all about this manga editor. And it's kind of a greatest hits of the author's series, because it's all the characters from his past series come into this series to like work with the manga editor right and he had a series called fuka come out and a big part of fuka is that for people that haven't read it i'm not going to really spoil anything oh bro but but <laughs> you messed but, me up for but, a second because you, you, the, yeah. the title of that manga i was like did he really just say that explicit place on the <laughs> interwebs never mind no 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 um, but, but for Hitman, or for uh, Fuka, excuse me, kind of, I don't want to say early on, but there's a certain point in the series where a main character actually dies in the manga, and a big theme of the manga is reconciling how all of these characters move on given this one character's death. Uh, and it goes into Hitman as a series, where the manga editor is working with the characters from Fuka on how to adapt their story and include whatever particular character's death, right? But in the anime adaptation of Fuka, to everybody's surprise, this character lived, right? Dun, dun, dun. And it completely changes kind of the feel of the series, going from dealing with grief and dealing with how to move on to just a basic, like, oh yeah, this character lives series. Which also kind of screws up in the future if they ever would adapt Hitman, that entire story arc, about him working with the characters from Fuka to work in this character's death to their the manga adaptation of their own story. It sounds very convoluted, yeah. but that's an ex- that's an example of an animated adaptation that, unlike Promise Neverland, that just skipped over a lot of stuff uh, and then went its own way. This one straight up changed the course of a series in a negative way yeah, for I think a lot de- of the fans. Deviations. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think deviations are they're very risky and in in my opinion, there's very few anime deviations that are seen or beloved by the anime community. Most of the deviations are straight up hated by the community. Mm-hmm. That's why like, they did think, Full Metal Alchemist about, Brotherhood. Yeah, they did Full right. Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. If you compare uh, Akame Ga Kill, the manga versus the anime, yep. even though it's rough, but the manga was definitely still better. Um, I agree. They're just like little iterations where, and I, I don't know, know why. why. Do I don't know why either. It's kind of weird. Like You have a literal right storyboard of how the story should go. But you deviate anyway. I wonder, for like a series that I just mentioned like Fuka, or like Akame Ga Kill, certain characters live, right? Uh, Or even in Tengen Tapa Gurren Lagann, if you compare the anime series to the anime movies, where certain characters don't die 
in the movies compared to what happened in the regular series. Um, I wonder how much of it is, like, marketability. You know what I mean? Like, if you make an anime based off a manga, but you have a fan-favorite character from the manga actually stick around in the anime, how much of the option is, like, how much money could we make about having this character around? And how much buzz we could get about making this change versus the negative press, right? Yeah. I guess it's possible. It's... I wish we knew. I wish we... There's that uh, Caleb City sketch. I think I sent it to you guys. And I think he did it in direct response to Promise Neverland. It was like anime companies when they uh, get a manga adaptation. And the person comes in and announces like, Hey, we're going to adapt this manga. Like, it's going to be so sick. And then the anime, like, the head of the anime production company is like, yeah, but what if we changed this? What if we took this out? Like, what oh, that if we might just be... completely did our own thing? Yeah, I can't remember if it was RDC or Caleb City, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm not going to say much. All I'm going to say, this is going to sound very vague and maybe crazy, but there's an anime coming up that's going to come out that I wish that the studio actually does this. They actually change stuff. <laughs> no. That's all I'll say. I'm not saying what anime, but that's Wait, all I'll well, say. Wait, say the name. Say the name. Comment. No, 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 no. Are you sure you want me to say the name? What? Before we say the name, everybody. Before we say Is the name. Is it like a spoiler or something? Comment below. No, I'm not going to talk listening about to this, what happened. If, if you're listening to this episode, go to our social media, go to Twitter, go to Instagram. And if you don't want to be spoiled, or, or even if you do want to be spoiled, pause the episode Comment below on our socials with what you think it is that Saeed's about to say. And if you don't want to be spoiled, then skip over maybe the next 10 seconds. But comment below with what you think it is. All of, if you by don't the way, spoiled, all I'm going to say the is next the name 10. of the anime. The name of the anime. anime. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's it. That's yep. all I'm going to say is the name of the anime. But some people, my, some, some people might... Some people might not want to have like an influence in their head going into it. That, Yo, hey, hey, oh, hey, right. I don't care. The Yo, say it. So, all right, so attack people, on Titan. Attack on Titan. There it attack is. On there, Titan. I wanted that's to give the warning. One. I wanted to give the warning, but I agree. That's a big I warning. knew what you were about to say too. I knew what you were about to say. That's a big I don't think it's a controversial. I don't think it's a hot take at all, dude. But that's it. That's all I'll say. Okay. All right. We'll move on. We'll move on. No worries. I don't think it's a hot take at all, but did anybody get it right? Comment below if you got it right. Um <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it took me a second. It, I was trying to think about what you were what you were referencing, Saeed. It took me a second, but I, I got <laughs> there. I got there. Um, but, but, I thought it was a yeah, general reference. Uh, speaking of Attack on Titan, another thing for a good adaptation is obviously the art style. Like, whatever yep. art style the thing gets picked up on. Like, something like Attack on Titan compared to the... Especially when it, uh, what you call it, Wit was doing the adaptation. The start oh, way different art. you read... Yeah, and what you see is insane. That and Hunter Hunter, those are the two big ones in my head. Bruh, so here's it, so it, here's a reading, question. Reading the manga a, of Attack on Titan, I thought Krista was Armin in certain like scenarios. I couldn't yes. tell the difference. So I was just about to ask when it comes to because I guess you could say that when Mappa took over, they more closely followed the manga art style. Fair yes. to say. Yes. So do yeah, you prefer the manga art style slash Mappa, or do you prefer the Wit no. uh, interpretation? Wit, by far. Wit was what beautiful. Wit was doing with Levi in, like, season yes. three? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, there we I, go. I, and I don't want to, like, <laughs> completely poop on, on. Yeah, I don't want to completely poop on what Mappa's doing, but, like, Wit just had animation scenes that popped off. 
they didn't have to it go that insane. hard, and they did. The directions such... of the episodes were really... There was a difference I could see, too. And also, for speaking on uh, MAPPA, if they got the same... I feel like there was some sort of rushing involved for this the past season that just came out. Because MAPPA's animation quality can be a lot better. Because if you just look at Jujutsu Kaisen, that quality was better yeah. than Attack on Titans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they also were the rushed. CG they Titans. Were the CG Titans kind of bugged me too in Attack on Titan. I, that's another I, thing. The other guess one, I kind of get it, but even though Mappa also had CG Titans, but their CG was just better. Yeah, it's that's an interesting case where an it anime adaptation bad, actually bad. just did it. it just it, no, it wasn't bad, but just it, when you compare like apples to oranges, wit to Mappa Attack on Titan interpretations. It's just so interesting, like, how MAPPA more closely uh, emulates the the manga, but with just their interpretation was so much more clean. I don't think it was bad at all, though. The, I don't know. It the, wasn't bad. It was just an aesthetic choice. But if we yeah. are going to talk about bad animation, check the segue right there. Uh, Demetrius, you and I have not watched this entire series, and I imagine you and I will not watch this entire series. But no, I know where you're going. Like we just said, <laughs> like we just said, animation is an important aspect of um, of adapting a series because we've talked about it in the past a little bit, and we talk about it before recording. Anime and the pop that anime gets on social media is like mostly around how a series looks and how a series sounds, not necessarily it's, what a series is about. Yep. Um, records of Ragnarok, bro. Yep. <laughs> yep there is this is the example of the series that so we've talked about series that you know what have you know what skipped <laughs> go ahead do it do it <laughs> you know what's the peak of animation quality powerpoint slides <laughs> that's what they, that's what they did that's what they did on uh i almost said the japanese name of it shumatsu no walkery on records of ragnarok we've talked about series that Change or skipped over stuff. We've talked about series that have changed aspects. We've talked about series that have changed animations. So right now, let's let's discuss the probably worst type of adaptation, and that is the adaptation that makes the manga the infinitely better choice. Not that that's like a terrible thing, because in a lot of cases the manga is the better choice. But how can you have a anime come out? With straight oh up PowerPoint God. slides for combat. I just thought something. I know something even worse than that, guys. Hmm. Was that? You know what it is? When they first started adapting Kingdom, that was some PlayStation One, PlayStation oh, Two yeah, 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 yeah. graphics going on. No, bro. Oh, I haven't seen those. It was yeah, bad. they were bad. Surprising. They were bad, but the, the manga sells so well. I don't know why this adaptation ended up the way it did. But see, at least on Kingdom, they had, like, it was bad, like, graphics, but they had motion. There is, Demetrius and I have seen it, bro. There are some very hype for people that want a cool, like, tournament arc, historical fighting series. Records of Ragnarok is awesome. There are some incredible fight scenes and incredible moments between historic characters. Specifically, the one we're talking about is Adam from the Bible versus, who was it? Um, was it Zeus? Is Zeus? And there I are some read like this, bro. This sounds intense. There are some like uh, JoJo if you punch read flurry. It, 
it is intense. Yeah, I I'm addicted to the series, but there are some like JoJo punch flurry, like incredible, like combat interactions between these two characters that for the anime they just decided like let's just draw how it looks and then not animate it but still put all the sound effects and all the voice acting over it now if you're an anime watcher on netflix you might say oh that's just a like motion comic type of thing like what is it um what's the house husband series demetrius the way of the house husband the way of the house husband but that anime or that manga author directly asked that he didn't want an anime adaptation he wanted like the motion comic thing he didn't want a traditional anime records of ragnarok tries to be a traditional anime but when you have a series like that and you straight up just take a scene of a guy with a bunch of like blurry fists punching but you don't move it and instead you just use camera zooms on the picture looking like some (laughs) <laughs> looking like some uh, movie maker MS Paint type of stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, it adds disappointing. up. Disappointing, it, it does. And I, and I think you know, even you know, even in scenes like that, if you wanted to, you could make it work given the right, given the right pacing and, and story beats. Yep. But it almost looks like they took a picture from the manga, put it on the screen, put some color on it, and kind of skipped a few of the dramatic pieces that would actually make it what the manga had the fight as Mm -hmm. and it's tough because we looked into the studio that did it and they haven't really done like a crazy amount of stuff uh if i remember correctly when you and i were talking about it but it's still like there's some series that if if you can't do it right then outside of just existing to bolster manga sales why are you doing it you know what i mean right and that brings me to the final question at least i have of this wrapping up this entire what makes a good anime adaptation from a manga we've talked about again just wrapping it up adhering to the plot and the themes having good animation pacing it out well uh side note i've heard people complain about the shaman king anime's pacing I'm, I haven't watched it, so I'm not going to talk about that. But my, my question here, to close out my kind of what I've thought about in my mind, is have there been any manga for you guys that have been so good, or that you've watched the anime for first and then gone back to the manga, that has almost ruined the anime experience for you? Like, the anime can't... So for me... Just talk about it, Records of Ragnarok. The anime can't stand up to the manga from what I've seen in both. So are there any series that you read that you don't even have, or you have read, that you don't even have any interest in watching an anime-adapted version of it? That's a good question. Mm, so yeah, I, would, I, I was going to say One Piece, but that's not even true because I do want to see stuff animated because they've been animating stuff pretty well, certain scenes. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't count that. Oh, whoa, that's a good question. Because oh, I was uh, having... Oof. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, before we jump into this, I was just going to also add music plays a big part in oh, uh, true. An adaptation as well. Oh, you look at Attack was, on Titan. I was gonna say, yeah, I was going to say Attack on Titan. I was going to say maybe Naruto, but like, nah, I'd, I'd watch Naruto because the soundtracks are pretty fire. Yeah. Mm, and we've talked about I how... Think... The, go, go back, listen to our OST episode, because like Demetrius talked about earlier, 
Um, we've talked about how music can impact an adaptation and Promise Neverland, particularly the lack of music, kind of hurting it. But I can't remember what I was going to say. Because this, this whole idea, and maybe not even a specific example, but if it's happened to you, stemmed from a conversation I was having with a friend of the podcast, Jim, at Otakon, when he, he was asking whether or not me reading certain manga... <laughs> has ruined the idea of the anime for that series or has just like disinterested me in an idea of the anime for that series and at least for me i've found myself like thinking about that that there are certain manga that come out like rent a girlfriend uh that have an anime adaptation and i'm sure it's fine but i read the manga like i have no interest in watching ah, the anime so that's the question we're, okay we're, yeah now i understand manga series where you have no interest in watching yeah so and if you can think of examples like but it's hmm. it's an interesting thing to think about like how like records of ragnarok too like i have no seeing the first epi- couple episodes it can't stack up to the manga for me i think like uh berserk there's, maybe yeah berserk is the biggest one obviously um but any of the series that i read that would easily be heavily censored or things would be removed like a lot of mm-hmm. uh shuzo Oshimi's like manga which I actually just finished a different one like a lot of those would never they could not work in my opinion as a good anime adaptation because of some of the more adult themes to them yeah we've talked about out before Demetrius I don't think that could work it's a great like gang story but it's so violent okay okay now let's talk about that if out is violent and it's really, I mean, it has some pretty gruesome scenes. I, Tokyo Revengers, they're also pretty, like, the manga has to be more brutal than the anime. Oh, is 100%. 100%, yeah. That's the thing for so me, is, though. But if, is if that I, still a good anime adaptation? Um, for So, hmm. Tokyo Revengers, I dropped the anime. Partially because I just got so into the manga. But also partially because what we talked about earlier, the pacing in Tokyo Revengers... And some of the decisions that they made, like, it's hard to one-for-one adapt dialogue, right? Or just adapt manga to anime. Mm -hmm. But you can read something so much faster than somebody could say something, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. Tokyo Avengers has, like, these weird moments where someone will be giving a speech. And it might be, like, one or two panels in the manga... But in the anime, it'll just do, like, weird cuts to different areas of where they are and to, like, other people's faces or to the sky or something that detracts from the impact of it, if that makes sense. Like, that's almost a culmination of everything we've talked about. Like, it's it's the it's drawing stuff out similar to One Piece. Animation-wise, it's not as pretty or clean or concise as the a panel from the manga looks. Um, language-wise and just... Like, language-wise and theme-wise, some stuff is cut out. Like, this is... The big one that kind of was weird to people was in Tokyo Revengers, the main gang that they're all part of is called the Tokyo Manji Gang, right? Okay. Uh, the Tomon Gang. And on their logo is the Manji, which is essentially the Buddhist, uh, like OG Buddhist, what would the Nazis would take to use as a swastika, right? Okay. Mm. 
Oh, that probably in the an- in the anime in the anime at least in the West. I don't know how it went in Japan. They completely censored that, took all that out. But in the manga, the symbolism, up. the symbolism uh, of that. Sorry, Saeed, the symbolism of that being on their flag and being their logo is explained in the manga, and I don't know how they handle it in the West when that's taken out of the series. Mm. So there's there's stuff like that in Tokyo Revengers. Go ahead, though, Saeed. Interesting, interestingly enough, about that the whole Buddhist sign. At one point, if I remember correctly, originally when the Whitebeard parts in the One Piece manga were mentioned, their symbol was that Buddhist sign. When it changed to the cross with the Whitebeard mustache or whatever, I just mm-hmm. wanted to point that out. I mean, if you if we're delving into the history of that yeah. sign, it never meant the the hateful thing that it, you know, Hitler yeah. turned it into. Right, you mm-hmm. you should see how shocked I was when I went to India and saw that sign plastered everywhere. Like, what is going on? Yeah, wasn't isn't it a sign of like Buddhist like Buddhist like good peace? luck peace? Yeah, yeah. I was like, when I was in India when I was a little. I was like, why are there so many Nazis in India? <laughs> oh, no, it's not Nazis, <laughs> bro. bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> Dog, bro. Nazis, bro. And don't worry, guys. That part is censored with the Nani, so we're good to go. Um, <laughs> but like, there's there's different things that you can do with a manga that you can't do in an anime because it's obviously going to be shown to a you know a wider audience not everybody's going to read your manga but they might watch Mm -hmm. your anime yeah it just hits different sometimes like the way a manga like you turn a page and something boom pops up in front of you and you're just absorbing it in yeah and like and for me for me personally right if yeah if a manga, if I get into a manga, I most likely am not going to watch the anime unless it's like a stellar 10 out of 10 adaptation. Yeah. The only two I can think of, like I said, is Attack on Titan and Hunter x Hunter. That's it. Like, I've read those two. I'm caught up with both of them. I'm still going to watch it whenever or if they ever do more anime adaptations for Hunter x Hunter and Attack on Titan. Yeah. Besides that, I, mean- I don't think I'll ever watch an entire season of an anime for a manga I've already read. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. There I have a couple like Jujutsu Kaisen I'm caught up on in the manga, but I plan on continuing to watch the anime. My Hero I I'm caught up in the manga, but I continue to watch the anime. Uh, cuz Bones just does an incredible job. And those more like if the studio does well, those action scenes can hit in a different way than the manga. When combined with yeah, like everything, that's true. like the sound, mm-hmm. the soundtrack. That's true. There's scenes, there's scenes in One Piece I can't imagine of just if I only read it and not watched it, it probably wouldn't have hit the same. I'm thinking about like the emotional notes in pre time skip with like yeah the Mary Robin stuff, the flashbacks and stuff. The having, fight with like, Luchi, voice, all that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, having shout voice, out. having really good Favorite voice villain. acting, with the music in intense scenes does bolster it up above manga moments sometimes most of the time mm-hmm. yeah and it's funny I, like I with think, like with tokyo avengers i think we can all agree though real quick i think we can all agree that the anime has to go harder than the manga for you to actually appreciate yeah. as a good yeah, it ha- adaptation it can't, it can't just meet it it has to exceed it yep because mm-hmm. and it's cool like with tokyo avengers and like my hero and stuff uh even though i dropped to- the tokyo avengers anime and i'll go back to it eventually like I'm, it's not like a drop drop right after b stars um, true i'm almost done with season one 
we'll keep stay stay tuned for the episode the season one reviews where demetrius and i talk about season one of uh zombie line saga and b stars saeed how's that going for you by the way how's the how those watch throughs going for you yeah how you liking them um i'm slowly turning into a zombie furry (laughs) 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 but um it's funny with series like that and with one piece too it gets to the point where I'm, when I read it, I hear their voice actors, like I hear the line yes. in their voice actors. That's how impactful some mm-hmm. voice acting can be. Sometimes you hear a character though, and I'm like, why are they sounding like this? This I is not how I imagined. I can't remember um, what series it was, but someone, oh man, I'm, my mind is blanking. Demetrius, I think you might have sent the video. It was some anime adaptation, and some dude sounds like a straight-up old man. Oh, it was, uh, okay. It is It is One Piece, and it's Odin. Yeah, it's Odin. Yes, dude, it's Odin from One Piece. He sounds just like an old dude, and I was like, that is not how I thought he would sound that's in my head. That's not what you pictured. I don't right, think that's right, how right. anybody imagined. Given dude, his character. Dude, I can't imagine reading through One Piece and not knowing what the people sound like now that you mention it. Or, yeah. Or, like, even Naruto to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like, like a voice. Voice brings a character to life, really. It does. And they're they're cool like moments when a series is such good like voice acting. So one of the most popular Naruto openings I think that we can all agree on is Go by Flow, right? The Fighting Dreamers one. Yeah. And they did like a 15th anniversary version of it a while back. And towards the end of the song they just go to a part where a bunch of voice actors that they've worked with all come on and sing like the we are fighting dreamers part like one at a time and there is a span where you have naruto's voice actor sakura's voice actor and sasuke's voice actor all individually sing it one after another and dude when that happened in that song that hit different for me i was like oh naruto just sang that song bro yeah voices are very important Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So it's, I think, if anything, this whole episode has taught us, it is very, it can be very, very tricky to nail down a series like that. And yeah, maybe, maybe manga does kind of influence how you'll view an anime going forward. Uh, any closing thoughts from you guys as we approach the end of this episode? Manga over anime always gang gang. Read manga. Saeed's <laughs> <laughs> throwing up his manga books and his gang signs. Um, True. But yo, I'm a little, I'm a little afraid for like the Chainsaw Man adaptation after what you told us before we recorded. Oh yeah. Mm. Real quick for everybody that doesn't know, uh, I saw like anime AJ totally not Mark, uh, their editor and one other guy that they work with. I'm sorry, you're not gonna listen to this, but I'm sorry I forget your name essentially tweeted out that that chainsaw man and it came out that chainsaw man trailer that we reacted to and everybody loved the mappa pretty much got like the top animators working on chainsaw man and they gave them a timeline to make a trailer of what they want chainsaw man to be like so whereas a lot of anime trailers come out and the trailer is showing scenes from that series right and that's giving you a feel of the series like they might show character running a piece of an opening a couple things the chainsaw man trailer was specifically made just to show off what What they envisioned chainsaw man what could be which 
it makes sense thinking about it because we talked about it that scene where like denji power uh, other dude whose name i'm forgetting right now where they're like splashing in the beach like that was never in the the manga and we were like oh are they gonna try to fill certain parts in yeah like but maybe no, that's that was an just opening a, you know yeah that whole trailer was just i don't want to say like a proof of concept but that's kind of what it was like it's not indicative of what the final product is gonna look like will that backfire on mappa when the actual series comes out and it doesn't look anywhere near the trailer or will they be able to keep that consistency up uh we'll time see will tell. time will tell yep we will see saeed do you have any closing thoughts here other than manga gang uh, outside gang. outside <laughs> of manga gang gang i'm trying to give you a trying to give you a moment to redeem yourself real quick <laughs> uh Mongo over anime. I'm still sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> Double down. Uh, and Demet- Demetrius, you want to? Did you have any other final thoughts? Since I kind of jumped in on the Chainsaw Man thing. Uh, a manga, a manga does hit different. Now that I'm older and ready to mm-hmm. read, like, yep. Sometimes those panels stick with you. I found so, myself uh, more so, often uh, find some good find some good manga. Yeah, I found myself more often than watching anime, just reading manga now. Uh. Which is, it's an interesting shift, but it's a welcome one. It's yeah. also why I've talked to these guys about it. Uh, I know I'm trying to finish the episode, but I got to mention this. There is a series that Crunchyroll and Adult Swim are putting together. Uh, I think it's on episode three. It's simultaneously in English and in Japanese. Uh, they have the dubs and the subs out called Fena Pirate Princess. And what Wait. I'm loving about that series, Wait. other than the quality. Yeah, go ahead. Crunchyroll and Adult Swim are working on that? Yes, it is a Crunchyroll Adult Swim combo. What? It comes out it comes out in Jap I think it comes out in English on Adult Swim Saturday at midnight, but also drops subbed on Crunchyroll at the same time that it actually airs on TV. What? Super yeah, interesting. pretty cool. Super interesting, really cool concept and from the opening I sent you guys, Demetrius, I know you at least watched it. Mm-hmm. Animation quality is like very good. And very consistently good. It's pretty to look not at. Not like some of, not like some of the other kind of Crunchyroll originals they've tried to do, like the Soma Spider So What or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's made it so refreshing is that is not based on a, on a manga. So I'm watching a very nice, very well put together thing without having to worry about whether or not a manga exists that could influence the way that I look at it as an as an adaptation like its own thing so hey make more of these either like light novel based series that i'm never going to read the night light novel on (laughs) that's not an isekai that's not an isekai series or just these original types of series because again manga has just been it's been so clean lately like i gotta say it there's, but there's anyways, some, like, anime. There's some anime movies that got added or uh, adapted for manga that uh, I don't know. They're kind of like neck and neck, like specifically oh. a silent voice. Oh, silent voice. Oh yeah, that's that was just like, so you like some of those silent voice yet. Have you? I have not. It's like oh my god, sixty or seventy <laughs> chapters, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty short, that's but a, like the the movie. If we're talking about the deviations, the movie actually cut out a p- 
part of Shoko's character, at least some of the like her later character development. Um, but that's an interesting kind of Lord of the Rings style thing where I think if you don't read the manga, they both like, worked. Yeah. Yeah, they both work. For me personally, there's some series out there and this is like very like push up my glasses more more glare. I feel strongly yeah. about. I feel strongly about this um mindset where there's some adaptations that come out that are so bad or so different that I'm upset that that's what people know of the series. If that makes Death sense. Note, Netflix. Yeah, like like the de- like the Netflix Death Note movie uh for example. Like, there are just some things that come out, and I'm like, you gotta read the manga or know the OG source. Like, the Berserk stuff for a while, like, the 2016 Berserk series was like that. Silent Voice wasn't like that. I watched the movie. I like the manga better, but the movie stands on its own as a good movie. Um, true, true. That that sometimes, man, it just pisses me off when these really bad adaptations come out. I think... And that's yeah. I think all people the- know. The good part about the Silent Voice adaptation is it proves the concept that you can deviate and it can still work. Yeah. But if I had read the manga first and then watched the movie, I actually don't know how I would have felt. Yeah, because I messaged you after I'd watched the movie and I was like, bro, I just watched it. thought the movie was like fine, but I like the manga better. Like that was my instant reaction sitting in the theater. I was kind of like, what's going on here? Like, why are they doing this? But it makes sense. And it's a good movie. Um, yep. And it's one that it's one that if someone said, oh, yeah, I'm into silent voice. I watch the movie. I'd be like, OK, like read the manga. But at least you get the general gist of what's going on in the series. So yeah, the same I don't know thing with Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind and Akira. Yup, because Akira is only like the f- first volume almost in the movie. There's so much after it. I think I really need to so, actually read Akira. I, I've been planning on it. Because uh, I haven't read the full thing either. So, Anyways, everybody. That's it. That's our, that's our conversation on this. But we would love for you guys to continue the conversation. So comment below on all our socials. With uh, at Bebop Banter. With maybe a manga that you read. That you don't have any interest in watching an anime. An anime that got you into reading the, a manga. An anime that you might like more than the manga adaptation. Or a manga you might like more than the anime adaptation. You know, we just like like hearing from you. Like in feedback uh, in that sort of way. Thank you again for listening. Look forward to next week's episode. My name was Wes. This was Dimitri and Saeed. And you guys know what to hit them with. To be continued. Bebop don't stop. Peace.